You're listening to another episode of the Zag Erkasob here, continuing our social distancing mini-series. We're very excited to be joined by one of the original NLC LA fellows. Igor is here from the 09 class. He's up in the Bay now. We'll catch up with him. He's working on the front lines of COVID activity, so we want to hear how he's thinking, how he's feeling, how he's doing, helping folks up there uh, survive these days. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. All right, Igor, give folks a scoop. Where are you living these days exactly? I'm living in Berkeley, California right now. It's a beautiful location. The Bay Area, like all of California and the nation, has been very hard hit by the pandemic and the resultant loss of jobs, uh, loss of uh, child care, and in some cases, the risk of losing the roof over one's head. We've been doing what we can to create solutions on the ground, which can serve as models for the rest of the nation. And I know your, a lot of your, your work and your advocacy is around uh, renting and being able to stay in rents, affordable housing, that kind of work too. Give folks a little bit of insight on what you're doing to try to help folks stay in their homes right now. Absolutely, and thank you for the question. Just a week prior to, or a week after the shelter-in-place order was announced, our city council, which is composed of a number of progressive millennials, under their leadership, we passed an additional nearly $3 million of relief, split up about a third going to households that are at imminent risk of losing the roof over their head and with assistance needed to pay the rent, another third going to small business owners, and another third going to the artist community, which sadly has also been devastated by the pandemic with shelter-in-place orders the means of employment for a lot of artists and musicians in the community has dried up. I want to focus on the first third, which is the area that I have been most directly involved. I'm a commissioner on the Berkeley Rent Stabilization Board. Berkeley has the distinction of joining Santa Monica as the only two cities in the country with an elected rent board. And our rent board oversees about 20,000 units that are under rent stabilization provisions. One of the things that we have noticed is that, unfortunately, when the rent ordinance was conceived in the early 80s, it does a lot of good, obviously, and keeps many, many renters in their homes. Unfortunately, in the midst of a pandemic, when immediate rent reductions were needed, we found that short of going to the ballot to change the ordinance, it is not able to provide the kind of immediate response that is needed. So I've been working very closely with the mayor, members of the city council, and our staff to be very creative in what kinds of regulations we can change for the time being to give 
small property owners and tenants greater flexibility. For instance, we do have a number of small property owners that have been sympathetic to the concerns of tenants and have been willing to, on a temporary basis, reduce the rents. And we want to make sure that they're able to do so without the fear that doing so will permanently lock them into an arrangement. A more important thing that we were able to do on the county level, actually just last week, Alameda County passed one of the strongest ordinances in the state around eviction protections and efforts to limit rent increases. And what it says is that tenants are now able to take up to 12 months to pay whatever rent they may be in arrears on right now, since 30% of the nation's tenants were unable to pay their rent in full last month. And we're worried that on May 1st, that statistic is only going to increase. So we want to give tenants some relief. So this is a really strong provision. What it also says is that not just during the time of this pandemic, but 12 months after as well, a tenant will not be able to be evicted, uh, not just while the courts are out of session, but throughout the course of the shelter in place order for whatever reason there is. And that is important because um, after those 12 months, whatever unpaid rent uh, there may be, it gets converted into a debt similar to what happens if you or I were unable to complete payment of our student loans that we agreed to. So that is subject to court action, but it cannot be used as a pretext to get someone out of their home. This is hugely important in the middle of the worst housing affordability and displacement crisis we have seen, even predating what is going on right now and the pandemic exacerbating that issue for health and safety of everyone, no one should be out on the street. And so this was an important protection to keep folks in their homes during this time. When we come back, we'll talk a little more with Igor about uh, some of the confusing parts of all these rules, regulations, ideas regarding keeping folks safely in their homes. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Zag. We'll be right back. Yeah, Igor, I feel like there's a lot to be confused about. Uh, you, you, know, you follow social media, Twitter, or even you know you're reading in in LA Times places like that about uh, folks trying to sort out what is true, what's not true when it comes to rent payments now, rent payments later, later balloon payments, uh, how bad of shape landlords are in or they're not in, and all these sort of complicating factors. If you had to simplify. Uh, the the idea of where folks can go to to get uh, information that is true and is trusted. Where would you direct people to go? 
That, that is an excellent question. And indeed, there is a lot of information right now. And we're, we're just going to set aside the misinformation coming out of the White House every single day. <laughs> One of the best resources that I have found, which it, the good news is it's just as true down in LA as it is in the Bay Area, is the Attorney General's office. While we have been calling on the governor to pass stronger renter protections during this time, and we are going to continue those efforts until that is done by executive order, the California courts actually issued some of the most comprehensive and strongest tenant protection regulations to date. And if you go on the Attorney General's website, and I can give you the link, but the easiest thing to do might be just to Google Attorney General Renters Relief, and that will get you to a fact sheet that provides really good information in a question and answer format. Of course, there are many different places to go, and we're fighting every day and working with advocates to strengthen the protections that exist so that individual jurisdictions can do even more, so that the state's protections serve as a floor rather than a ceiling, and also ensuring that that information is provided in multiple languages. Good to hear. Hey, last thing, what kind of ways are you finding most successful to pass your quarantine time? What's been a way for you to keep a little bit of sanity? Yeah, that's a great question. We went from going out uh, to eat several times a week, given that sometimes meetings last late into the night. We have been conducting all of those meetings on Zoom, but that means that I have needed to step up my game when it comes to the cooking department. So I have been <laughs> learning a whole lot there. I have two guitars one of which I was hoping to sell prior to that pandemic hitting. But now those guitars are reminding me that I need to actually start learning how to play guitar again. It's been years since I've done that. So I've also been trying to do that and passing the time, creating music, reading, and engaging in creative writing exercises, which was another pipe dream for me for the last 10 years. And this has really given me an opportunity to try to sneak in time in between uh, the triage to the immediate crisis at hand to be able to pursue some of these interests. Listen, glad to catch up with you. Thanks for all you're doing up in the Bay. And thanks for your advice and encouragement for all the folks statewide trying to navigate these tough times and their living situations. And thanks everyone for listening to this episode of The Zag. Make sure to catch all past episodes and all the places you get your podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher. They're all there. Check them out. Lots of episodes with folks from across the country talking about their work on the front lines during these pandemic times, but also ways that they're coping and trying to stay sane. So check those out. And until next time, we'll catch you soon.